0: Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply.
1: Now back to Steiny and Guru. Take it away, Steiny. All right, Steph, thank you very much. Matt Steinmetz, Dale, the Guru Johnson with you. And uh, we are keeping this super positive today. And I know our next guest, Bob Fitzgerald, the voice yeah. of the Golden State Warriors, will kind of be into this one uh, a little bit. Hey, Fitz, it's 44 years since the miracle on ice. I'm not trying to date you. I don't want to ask how old you were. But, uh, yeah, there's been some negativity after this All Star game on Sunday. And I was thinking, what are, what, can, can, you got an event or two in your life whether you were a kid or an announcer, where it's just one of the most memorable sporting events you watched. It's so memorable. You remember where you were. You know details about it. Uh, Let's start there. Well, I mean,
2: you know, you're asking two good questions. Uh, I remember I was in my parents' kitchen watching the Miracle on Ice on a black-and-white TV. (laughs) Wow. So I, I remember everything about that. I think the coolest thing that, you know, it was in the movie Miracle, but I don't think people really know. Because I love, like, pregame speeches and halftime speeches in sports and, yeah. you know, a lot of different coaches that have given them. And, you know, they beat the Russians, but that was not for the gold medal. Yep. So they go to play Finland for the gold medal, and her Brooks had already done the famous Russia speech. Like, if we played them ten times, they would beat us nine, but not tonight, you know. <laughs> We, tonight, we're the best team in the world. Tonight, we do this. Tonight, tonight, tonight. So, he had that incredible speech, and they go beat the Russians. For Finland, he had no idea what he was going to say for the gold medal game. And so, he, he basically said, and, you know, obviously it's a family show, so I'll not swear, but he said, hey, guys, if you lose this game, you'll take it to your effing graves. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and that's mm. all he said. Mm. So no, I love that team. I mean, you know, you, you had Mike Ruzzioni and Jim Craig, and I mean, that's oh god, I, I, I love that team. So as a as a kid, you know, definitely remember that. I remember my ninth birthday was Bulls Warriors game seven of the Western Finals oh. in nineteen seventy five, and the Warriors win that and go on to beat Washington for their their championship. And so that was a cool game seven. I still remember everything about Chet Walker and Bob Love and Sloan and Van Leer and Borwinkle. And, you know, and then you had, uh you know, Rick Barry. That's right. They were in the Smith West. And, they
1: were in the you know, West then, like, right? Oh
2: God, I just, I love that whole series and Bill King calling it and everything. So, you know, as a kid, I remember all those kind of things. As a broadcaster, you know, I got, I mean, 31 years in the NBA and 20-something NFL and a whole bit. But I would say Kobe and, and Antoine's... Fifty-one yeah? points each in an overtime win yep. in two thousand for the, you know, Clay's thirty-seven point quarter, Clay's sixty points in three quarters. Well, you, you know, we, Clay's we can't go through we can't and, and,
1: go through all the Warriors. All <laughs> we can't go through all the Warriors ones in the last ten years. Yeah, uh, I mean, there's a lot. Of I them. threw I threw We Believe out there. That's one everybody remembers fondly.
2: Oh, for sure. I mean, that's the We believe, I mean, I will tell people, like, the parade to me is still the biggest. Like, you talk for a living, mm. and, you know, all of a sudden you're going to emcee this parade, and you walk out, and here's 1.5 million people at Lake Merritt. I don't care how much you speak for a living. Like, the, you know, I was the first person out there to to start it up, and it was like the jolt of, holy... <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that even for me, I, I never write anything down, so it's like, whoa, I better... uh I better be tap dancing, you know, on the script here pretty well. So, no, all that stuff is great, but I I think that's why we love sports is that it's unscripted, and anytime you go to a building, you never know what's going to happen, and so I think those are the the super fun things. I like all the little things, like, you know, Steph had all those streaks where he was making a three in so many consecutive games, and, you know, he went 0 for 10 in L.A., and that ended a streak of 200 and something the whole bit, and, you know, I said with Jim going off the air, you know, yeah, he went 0 for 10 tonight. Wouldn't, wouldn't surprise <laughs> me tomorrow night if he broke the NBA record. And we flew home back-to-back, back and he made 13 and set the new
1: NBA oh, record. Oh, re- I, don't, I don't even remember that detail. That yeah, it, that was, it was uh, on the heels Fitz of an it. 0 for 10. Wow.
2: Yeah, he went 0 for 10, and then the very next night made 13.
3: Fitz, I don't want to tell you about my whole life, but my son, uh younger Daryl Johnson, is a team manager at Santa Clara. So last year I got to see them play about 10 games, and I got to see pods. But yeah. Fitz, I never once said he couldn't play in the league. I just never thought he'd be down Highway 101 helping the Warriors. Can you walk us through... Just where you're at and how shocked are you and the fact that I watch other players try to go at him, or think, you know what, I can take them and they can't. And we got a chance to talk to him, Fitz, and I said, like I ask every athlete, who was your guy growing up? And Fitz, he said, Ginobili, and I see that. It is just yeah. a pleasure to watch, man.
2: Yeah, I think the thing is, Guru, you know, what I love about Pajemski and really Chase Jackson Davis is that When you had drafts in the past, like Larry Riley had clued me in that he really loved Steph Curry all during the year before they drafted him. And so Larry's like, hey, you know, if we get number one, we'll take Blake Griffin. But if we get number two or anything else, we're taking Steph Curry. And I'm like, what? So I started watching Steph Curry a lot. So when we got him, I was like, yeah, this is kind of fun. So it's the same thing with Trace and Pajemski. As I had talked to Mike Dunleavy and Kent and a lot of people in our scouts, kind of like, hey, you know, who's the best like true, just old school big guy that's in college hoops? And I said, I oh, watch the Indiana kid. So I watched a bunch of Trace Jackson Davis, and when they got him, you know, fifty seventh, I'm oh my god, I love this guy. Like this is great. But with Pajemski, it was you know Mike and Kent. I think they've talked about it where they went down to Santa Clara to watch another guy. And Pajemski kind of jumped off, you know, the building. And so then you start watching him. They're like, hey, you know, watch that Santa Clara kid. You know, keep an eye on it. So I probably watched him maybe eight, nine times. And the one thing that stuck out to me was guards don't rebound like that in college. And if you rebound in college, you will always rebound in the pros. So it's the one translatable yeah. skill that always works no matter what position you play. So I was like, oh, this guy can rebound. And then it was like, you know what? He's craftier than you think, and he'll make a shot. And he's got a big set of onions as far as stepping in front of people and the contact and the physicality. So um, he's just gotten better and better and better, and his confidence is just you know beyond any rookie should have, but I think he's going to be on the all-rookie team, so if you're taking 19th and you're one of the top five rookies, I mean, that, that says a lot about you.
1: Bob Fitzgerald joining us on 95.7 The Game. He's the voice of the Golden State Warriors. Let me ask you this, Bob, because I'm looking at the Warriors now. They're 27-26. and 26. They're in 10th. Uh, they're playing better. There's no doubt about it. But when you win four titles in, in however many years they've won, you just tend to think of the team as, well, it's about titles or nothing. Hey, win a title, it's success. Successful, anything but I'm looking at this team, and I'm like, well, they're not, you know, well, is there something in between that's acceptable for this team? Now, well, I don't want to say I acceptable you, in terms of
2: God. bring up an age-old thing. You guys could do a whole, you know, show on it. I, I don't buy the it's titles or else okay. in sports. My favorite year is the Warriors' 73-9 and nine year, and they didn't win the title. hmm but they went 88 and 18 they were unreal for over 6 months and the level of enjoyment to win 24 in a row to have only two losses at home to go to the final minute of game 7 that was some of the most excellent basketball I saw and still no warrior team has ever gone 88 and 18 right ever So to me, yeah, it wasn't a championship. I I grant that. But my counter to that is always, remember the Seahawks team that won the division with a losing record with Marshawn Lynch and all them, and then they played New Orleans and Marshawn had the big famous run and all that. If that Seahawks team that was a losing record in the regular season went and won the Super Bowl, would that have been some great year? Like, is that, what it, is, that, is that what life is all about? Like, just, well, we won the title. But yeah, you were, you're, you know, whatever, six and ten. Right. You know, seven and nine. Like, you were garbage for the whole year. Like, I, I just don't buy that. Right, I just wow. don't. So, so, to me, the season is so long, and every year has its own kind of, you know, rhythm to it. And I, I like great stuff over a prolonged period of time. You know, so it's one of those like if you play golf, man. If you have like 16 great holes and you blow up on 17 and 18, it does. It's not like you had a bad round; you had an incredible round. You just finished bad, right? So, you know, I love winning the championship. Believe me, I love it. But 73 and nine? Are you kidding? 73 and nine? Like, are you kidding me? (laughs) You know, and then it wasn't like they dipped out in the first round and you know and fell apart. It took a LeBron block and a Kyrie three to beat them at the end of Game Seven. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with that. Like that. That's that's why I love Frazier and Ali. Ooh. You know, Frazier wanted to one, and Ali one. But those fights were incredible. Mm-hmm. You know. So you know, do you want to be Larry Holmes or do you want to be Muhammad Ali? Right. You know, Larry gotcha. Holmes was undefeated. Who did he ever beat? Who did he ever fight? Well. He was champion. Oh, I'm champion. But based on what?
3: Jerry Cooney. Yeah. (laughs) You know,
2: but if you're Ali, yeah, you didn't win all the time, but you're still talked about now. You still matter. So, yeah, I just, I don't know where society morphed into this whole, you know, oh, if you don't win the title. The best baseball team ever doesn't have the World Series title. The best football NFL record, Patriots, don't have the Super Bowl Mm. title. The best hockey team, the Detroit Weddings, best season, don't have the Stanley Cup. And the best Warrior team ever, 73-9, and nine, best NBA, doesn't have the championship.
3: But Fitz, doesn't that make it, from a fan, short for fanatic, the great Pete Franklin, I hear you, but doesn't that make it worse? Like the heartbreak is is more because you say and everybody knew that your team was the best and you kind of didn't hoist up the trophy at the end.
2: Yeah, but then I mean it's the same thing we're going through with the Niners in the Super Bowl. The Niners and Chiefs played, okay, and they played into overtime. But the teams that stink are the thirty other ones, mm. not the Niners and the Chiefs. You know, I mean want to be you want to be the Atlanta Falcons or the Bears or are you kidding me? Like <laughs> No, like I don't care. <laughs> it's like, you know, they have that thing on Netflix now, the four falls in Buffalo. Yep. Uh, you know, Buffalo rallied up to get to Super Bowl after Super Bowl after Super Bowl. They didn't win it. But God, was that an incredible wow. success and an incredible team to, to, to gather up and get back to the dance every single time like that. Like, I, would you want to be the second richest person in the world? I oh, would. Yeah, I, I, I no, that's a great that. one.
3: That's a great one, Bob.
2: <laughs> hey, l- know, I'm it's like, oh, I, I, oh, Warren Buffett has more than me, but I've got $48 billion, and I think I'll be fine. So, yeah, we, we got to get from a sports thing. You need to enjoy each game. Then you need to enjoy each month and enjoy each season and take for it what you can take for it. Mm. But this whole, my team doesn't win the title. Screw that. Like, you know, like in college football, there's 120 teams. So maybe your team goes eleven and one, and they made the playoffs, or they won the Rose Bowl, or this or that. But there's only going to be one champion. If you're living your whole life like I've got to win the championship or else, you're going to do your life's going to be a huge disappointment. Wow, Fitz. (laughs) Wow. Look at
3: it. And all I'm thinking about too, you said some profound stuff. Is I got to check out that Buffalo doc because as much as I say they didn't win it, they got the four bowls. Come on. So uh, I'm gonna check that out. Hey, I've missed you, but I'm glad I didn't talk to you. After the Raptor home game here and the Pelican game, Bob, I I needed therapy. And now all of a sudden, uh, Kaminga's emergence. They're getting easy buckets, pods. Everybody's making contributions, but the bouquet of flowers go to Draymond Green. I've been um, passionate about his stuff off the court, and I'm nobody to judge, Bob. But he reminded me and everybody, his impact on this team. Stephen Curry's shots, you know, the, the quality of shots have changed. I've just been mesmerized by Dre, and I'm telling Steiny at every turn, I apologize. And, and, Bob, nobody knows what's around the corner, but I'm excited, and I think they got some action, and it all changed when Dre came
2: back. They went from the worst defensive team in the league to a top-five defensive team with the insertion of one dude. Like, that's, that's kind of remarkable. You know, and now Chris Paul being out, too, hurts defensively because Chris is so good. But, you know, they, they still have ways to go, particularly in fourth quarters. They're, they're not a good fourth-quarter defensive team right now. But with Draymond, it unlocked Kaminga. It got Wiggins back to himself. It, you know, Steph is Steph, but he's even better with Draymond. And defensively, he just does so many things. And you guys know the game at such a high level. It's not just who Draymond's guarding, but it's all the other mistakes that he covers up and the things that he blows up for the other team when they're trying to run sets because he's such a genius and already knows what, you know, what kind of play they're trying to get into. So, you know, I think, Matt, like, you ask a great question. Like, where do you, if it's not title, like, where do you fit in? Like, I want them to be in the postseason and get to a seven-game series where, yep. okay, hey, here are the Warriors. They finish, you know, in the 7-8, and they win the play-in, and so now they're the seven seed, and they catch OKC in round one, right? Mm-hmm. And they go to OKC, and they win game one. And now the Thunder go, yeah. oh, crap, <laughs> we got a seven-gamer against the Warriors? Because the thing I'll say is they have two games against the Thunder where if they would have fouled up three, they win both those games. You know, they've played Minnesota head-up. They've played Denver. It took Jokic to hit a 40-footer. Like, where have the Warriors been outclassed by the elite teams? Like, Minnesota, Clippers, OKC, Denver, they have way better records than the Warriors. But in the games against those teams, those games weren't competitive? The Warriors looked like they didn't belong on the court against them? I I don't think so.
1: Fitz, yeah, Fitz. I'm. I'm. Uh, I think the second half of the season is going to be fun. It's going to be exciting, and I don't think anybody really, really knows where it's headed. And that's kind of the way I like it. Yeah, and I, I
2: think too is like you look at the math at 27 and 26. Like if you finished 18 and 11, which would be a nice closing run, particularly with the road games they have. That's 45 wins this year. 45 wins. That's probably eight. Yeah. You know, I mean, that's the way the West is right now. I mean, that's probably eight, eight or nine. So these games like tonight against the Lakers and when you're playing, you know, that, that last game against the Pelicans will be for a tiebreaker. You got three games left against Dallas. Like these are all just monster, monster games. So Can't wait. You know, I just, I like, it. I like where the league is at in terms of the talent level in the West, the competitiveness, but I still, you know, and it's maybe it's the last days of Ali or the last days of Joe Frazier, or whatever. You give the Warriors a seven game series where they can just sit and focus on just you. And you've got Steph and you've got Draymond and you've got Klay Thompson and you've got Pajemski and Kaminga and Chris Paul. You know, you're bringing Sharich off the bench and Moody and those like. You want, okay, you want the Warriors? Like, that's who you want? Ooh. Like, because Minnesota and OKC and the Clippers have some long, vast playoff history I'm unaware of. Like, Okay. You know, like bring it I'm on. No part of the Clippers or Lakers, by the way, because I don't like playing every game where you shoot twenty-five fewer free throws than the other team. Yeah, that's Dang. a damn stat. Hey, Fitz, you know. you know
3: what? You got me. Just everything you said, you got me thinking, and I'll get you out of here on this one because you brought up the Super Bowl. Hey, I love Patrick Mahomes just as much as the next guy, but Fitz, I'm telling Niner fans, and I've watched the game three or four times. Get a life, goo, but I have, and they won the game. They earned it. But if I'm a Niner fan, and I've told the fans. That game, they could have won the game, Fitz. I know Mahomes is great, but the Niners played well enough to win that game. You say what to that?
2: Well, here's the one thing I'm going to say, and unfortunately it's in Niner history and it hurts twice. When you have a lead late in a football game, like, I don't know, maybe you're up 10-6 with two minutes left in the third quarter. (laughs) For the love of God, do not put anyone back to field a punt. I, I don't get it. Kyle Williams, now, you know, with Ray Ray and the ball bouncing off a of looter. If they kick, if they punt the ball to you and nobody is back, and it bounces ten yards, so what? You get the ball. That game was decided because the, the free touchdown for Kansas mm-hmm. City came off a muffed punt. Damn. Yeah. Stop putting people back <laughs> to return punts when you have the
1: lead. I'll tell you what. I thought of it. Stop putting people (laughs) back there to field punts. And can we foul all the time up, you know, (laughs) when we're (laughs) up three? And think about this. Think of Michigan, Alabama. That Michigan
2: kid nearly fumbled the ball at his own five yard line. Yeah. Wow, I would have recovered at the one. Yeah. That kid would have been Steve Bartman. His life would have never been the same. Like, <laughs> stop putting punt returners back when you have a lead in the second half in a football game. Stop it. <laughs> wow. Like, please, I'm dude. glad I asked you.
3: Yeah, I'm it glad could, I
2: asked. The ball could bounce backwards 10 yards or forward 10 yards. 10 yards is not worth losing possession of the ball. Wow. It, 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 we've got to stop this. It's like bunting in baseball. This strategy doesn't work. The disaster element is too big. Wow. The disaster, the disaster element. I love bowls. it. They're going to talk about Purdy and Shanahan and the defense and overtime. The fumbled punt was the whole game. It gave
1: Kansas City a free touchdown. Wow. All right, Fitz. Take it easy, baby. Save some up for the second part of the season, buddy. I'm here. I'm just getting started. I'm gonna go rewatch the Super Bowl. <laughs> ah, there right you go, guru Yeah, there you ah, go, man. Vince. Bob, Thanks. thank you so I much you for joining us. Appreciate it. That's Bob Fitzgerald, TV voice of the Golden State. Little World. concept there, maybe, huh? <laughs> uh, Bob, there's some things that Bob believes, and he believes them very fervently. One is you always must foul when you're up three or more. When he's that out on the bus, that one's too, coming. You know what? That that rule is coming. That's almost becoming standard now. Up three, less than fifth foul. Yep, foul. foul.
3: Remember, I used to be like, "Oh, that's the easy way out." Well, yeah, I, a lot you want to win the damn game, but a
1: lot of old school guys, Popovich might still, still might not do it automatically. I got, I have to check. But what he, about what he said he early, Stoney? I too. just fits the seventy. Yeah. That, I I agree with him one hundred. I, I knew you did. That was like you're slow. I just so let me let me just take yeah, you through it. Yeah. So this is and this is what I mean, especially in light of what happened after the finals. Ain't nobody would give that year back, and I'll tell you why. The Warriors started playing that year in October. October, November, December, January, February, yeah. March, April. That's 7 months of unbelievable. They were 24-0 to start That's the season. man. They go to the playoffs. They win, they win, they win. They're <clears throat> they lose in game 7. Was it heartbreaking? Yeah. Was it the most heart Yeah, it was oh, yeah, yeah. And Days later, they signed Durant. That took a little sting out of losing a seventy-three win Finals year. Like nobody's given up one game for what ha- to me what happened before that. That year was that year was beyond, and magical. it always will be. But Stoney, it was like
3: inches or minutes away from being the greatest season ever. Yep. That's a, I, But I to what. Vince, it still is. And, you know, if well, you look at season, like, tell me, regular season. And I'm being real. I'd rather be a Niner fan than the team I root for. And they, you know what I'm saying? They ain't got a bowl, but they get there. They give you an opportunity. So I guess it's all about perspective. But uh, the greater and, and the more responsibility that one has when you have been identified as the favorite, to me, Steiny, if you don't go do it, just equates to more
1: heartbreak. That's but, all for me. I got to believe Fitz is right. So what Fitz said was – If you take the four greatest regular seasons in the history of football, basketball, baseball, and hockey, none of those teams went on to win a championship. Now that, to me, is fascinating. Obviously the Warriors didn't, and they won 73. Tom Brady. He's obviously talking about... I mean, I guess you could say the Dolphins, but the Patriots won more games yeah. during the regular season. Yeah. Uh, all right, 888-957-9570 is the number. It's Stiney and Guru with you. Warriors play the Lakers to start the second half of the NBA season. It all starts at 6 o'clock right here on 95.7, the game with Evan Giddings. Warriors live tip-off at 7 o'clock. Warriors a game and a half behind the L.A. Lakers right now. The question is, can they make a run It's the 44th anniversary of maybe the greatest spectacle in sports ever, maybe the greatest upset in sports history. The U.S. Olympic men's hockey team knocking off the Soviet Union, then going on to win the gold medal. If you weren't around, we can tell you all about it. Uh, But I want to know what some of the greatest sporting events that you've ever seen, what they are, and if you can remember where you were uh, that tells me it's it's something special. Also, 1 o'clock, I'm really, look, this is, we talk to this gentleman about once a year, and he's got it going on right now. Randy Bennett, head coach, St. Mary's men's basketball, 23 years at St. Mary's. St. Mary's, if you haven't been paying attention, uh, they on the longest win streak in the country right now at 14 games. Randy Bennett, longtime Bay Area uh, guy, we're going to talk to him. I'm looking forward to that. Talking about my, my Haiti. What's going on with Mahaney and Marshall Onis, the M&M's?
0: what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. m and It's
1: pretty M&Ms. good. M&M's. Uh, okay, this segment brought to you by Fremont Bank. Full service banking, no compromises.
2: For the love of God, do not put anyone back to field a punt. So what?
4: Oh, I'm gonna watch it. Believe
3: me, I, I really, I, I really love. It. I was gonna. Now you. back to Steiny and Guru on 95.7 five seven. The game.
1: Yeah, for some reason I'm not crazy about that one. Why does the camera just betray me? Well, it betrays me because I get up at every. Well, cinema. I did too. All right, I know, I know. Twitch and YouTube wants to see me. But the undertone in Evan's voice good. when he says, I know, camera, I am an old
3: I, man. I know, fix I Fix your camera. I don't, I don't like it either. It's not that hard, goo.
1: It's, you can always tell, I know Evan. Evan's mood. E- I
3: know Evan better than Evan. If anybody he goes, up, uh,
1: like, he'll go, uh, camera. <laughs> camera. That means he's in a good mood. <laughs> if he's not, he'll be like, <laughs> fix your <laughs> camera.
3: I quit. Like, I used to have the Evan Very cam, simple. but I, I don't turn it on as frequently as I used to. I know when he's running hot. Here's, might, out.
1: He's, he's seen Here's where we're at today. We're having fun.
4: Yay!
3: I don't all right. If that's it's got yeah. me rethinking everything about you how should. I'm looking at and You
1: got on the gotta same get page. the chip, man. No, that's, it,
3: that's why Jordan was on the floor crying. So would you give up we believe it's, it's oh, we no, believe no, not no, worth it because they respect lost respect the next round? And the 73-9, and nine, let's be honest. That he is 24-0. That was so crazy but there is pain. And I guess when I want to rejoice denying. I don't want any pain. You've been married 56 no. years. You never cheated. I want that marriage. Doesn't not all Jimmy but, stepped out on me eight times. I took him back. <laughs> We're still married. But I doesn't
1: want that doesn't the fact that you've suffered great pain <sighs> make the high even better? Because well, if, if well, the 49 case, let's for say the time. 49ers can break through in the next oh, year or two. Yeah. Now I get it. You'd like this. Oh, it should have been. Our- I know this is the kind of guy. You, you'll be like, they should have had three Steiny. Okay, <laughs> what do you say? We appreciate the one after everybody said we couldn't do it. But some don't get. Well, they back, gotta get one like first. Buffalo. The I'm gonna
3: watch that dog, whatever's on that. Now, that Netflix. sounds
1: like a real uplifting series. Mm. it's actually oh, well. pretty good. Is it? Yeah, it is very good. I'm, I'm Gets into a lot of OG. Legends that are forgotten because the, they lost four Super Bowls. We had
3: Andre Reed on the show. Yeah, yeah he's still Thomas,
1: <laughs> The The uh, Smith, Good the boss, Jim Kelly. The boss came in. You know what? The boss has been hot on for the last day. And I'm like, well, what are we going to do with that, boss? He, uh the boss is in on the uh, that that Patriots doc. Oh yeah, Apple TV ten, ten part series. Yeah. Is that true? Yeah, that seems yeah. like a lot. Well, they won like six. Is I mean, massage gate in there? <laughs> you mean know, the for,
3: footballs? No, for craft.
1: Simmer. Oh. yeah. That was I thought one. you meant the. Uh, you know what happened after that? Yeah. I'm sh- is it? It should be. I mean, you you got ten shows. You oh, I'm talking it about Deflategate. Yeah, yeah, that was just one. Of the- and what about when he filmed the Jets or whatever? Hey. Spygate. I There's mean, a lot of gates. You have a ten-part series. Uh, by the end of a ten part series like that, I better know everything about Belichick's wife and love life after that.
3: Well, it's I mean, all you depending include on everything. who's doing it, sounded like the Bob Marley movie. Oh. They, his son, or yeah, Ziggy Marley was a, had had a yeah. lot to do with this how it was portrayed. So That's there fair. was a lot of it's you know, like But if somebody from yeah. afar did
1: it, they're just hey we're showing you Steiny's dark side. Yeah. We don't care. It was kind of like the uh, little memorial service I had for my dad on Saturday. Oh man, those are all was more real services. They, that's that, what I mean. The yeah. guy was perfect. You should be as you I mean, go out. All right. So, but uh, well, who would get up there? say, so, yeah, he owed me 40. You think the Patriots are a gated community? That's a three. That's a, I think that's that, yeah, it's a good one. Let's say four and let me re- reassess it. Now, we're giving stop too many it. fours out, man. Stop! <laughs> who is that? Vince. Wait,
2: give so me Stop! Stop it. <laughs>
1: Oh, he has me
3: thinking though. If you're up, Steady, late third. Just pull the the punt returner. Pull him. What do you got to lose? He has me well, thinking. Like, I gotta, damn.
1: Wait, hold on. I, <laughs> it's not worth it. If, if you say so, Steady, you just let Fitz ramble. You're right. Where where did the punt and the turnover occur? It was down deep in the forty yeah, nine. But it 10. was the time too, thir- late third quarter, right? But but he was saying ten yards don't matter. It does if you get if it's a difference between the thirteen and the two. Well, his you point watch. is
3: there's no turnover <laughs> in
1: where it's at, right? There's no turnover. You're right. That did change. You're right. But do you want to start from the one? Yeah. Oh, okay. Stop. Steve. Stop.
3: Steve. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Early 2024
1: uh, nominee for the year yeah. for uh drop. Steve's in San Francisco. What's up, Steve? How you doing, man? Doing well. And just to answer that
4: last point, I would much rather take it at the one than give Kansas City seven well, points in that situation. Well, you don't anyway. get the
1: hindsight. <laughs> <laughs> but me, too. Uh, but
4: I'll – I wanted to call in about my point that you guys—the greatest sports moment you've ever witnessed in uh, 2006. My uh, my dad was lucky enough to get Warrior season tickets, and that's the We Believe year. And uh, I was at the Game Three game against Dallas, where Barron hit the half quarter. shot to tie the game, and uh, that was the most incredible thing. And then fast forward, uh, let's say 11 years. I actually got to meet Baron Davis at a conference, and could not be one of the most cooler guys that I've ever met? But Game Three, Dallas, we believe year Baron's half court shot, most incredible thing I've ever seen in person. Wow!
1: Yeah, that was that was that was at that game. How old are you? You don't mind me asking?
4: I'll be thirty two in June. Wow, man,
1: that's awesome. Ooh, so that's that means he hasn't seen a Niner champ. Uh, Super oh, Bowl no. essentially. He call, yeah, essentially. He would be in a club. Uh,
3: before you grab another one, yeah. can I give you one? So, it May seventh, nineteen eighty nine. Hold on. like I, I you like, already know where I, I'm going. No,
1: oh, okay. I like okay. My, May seventh, yeah, nineteen eighty nine. Okay, it well, couldn't have been the couldn't have been the World Series. It was series. a Sunday. I lived on Queen Anne. There's no Drive. football. It can't be the NFL. This is the way I do. it. Okay. it can't be the NFL and. It, might be the NBA, but go ahead. Okay, and
3: yeah. we were playing Queensboro; They were the street next over. So we we had a oh. showdown. So we went to Alvarado Middle on a Sunday to play. I said, you know what? The Bulls are playing the Cavs. I'm a Michael Jordan stand. Okay. It was on CBS. I can't go. Norm wanted me to work on my craft, gave me the deer hunting gray TV that we used to take. Remember those miniature gray yeah. TVs? I take it to the field. So... I'm telling the guys, they're twisting my arm to play it. I'm like, dude, I got to. And I saw Jordan make one of the greatest shots ever against Craig Elo and beat that calf team. And I saw it laying down horizontally on the grass and jumped up. But it was it wasn't a 61 against Boston. This was a series win. They were going to. This That's got the them there. Five. Yeah, no doubt. Yeah. Brad Doherty. What was the white guy with the uh, blonde hair that had D? Craig o- Elo. Craig yeah. Elo, yeah. Dude, Mark, Mark Rice. Doherty.
1: Uh, what's the other dude? Ron Harper might have been on that Cleveland team. And they team had another early. tall
3: guy. What's my guy's name? Mm-hmm. Larry He was a leaper. was
1: well, Steve Curry? Larry Nance. Nance. He said it was Kerr. Kerr might have been on one of those teams, oh, quite frankly.
3: Man, I can't. On the Bulls, I he can't, played for Cleveland. I'm going to pull it up. But, Stoddy, that to me was. That's it went
1: time. in. It, he hung. And he it did. was great D. He did. Michael. Yeah. I'm just glad finally, finally, we're going to get equal time. The No Bull Tour, baby. You it's want to talk about me. something? I'll pay. <laughs> hey, we're talking about how much would you pay for? It? In case you haven't heard, oh, this this bothers me. The farce that is the la- that was the last dance on the Chicago Bulls dynasty and the propaganda show about Michael Jordan in the last yes. dance is now being rebutted by teammates Scottie Pippen, Horace Grant, Luke Long. Ly- oh, this Longley. hurts. Oh, I love it. They're going on a tour. It's called the No Bull Tour, Stop. and it's a way of not I'm listening, s- not settling the score, but presenting an alternative to what you watched in the Last Dance. Because Jordan threw everybody under the bus, except of course Michael Jordan, because that's what Jordan does. This is the financial things. No, no, it's about doing. You're probably right, but it's about doing the right thing. What are they gonna it, say? They're gonna set the record straight. Is what they're gonna do. Oh, Scotty, you didn't God get a migraine. Him. God love Game
3: seven him. against Detroit. You can't fix that, buddy. That wasn't Michael's. That called. wasn't part of the last dance. We don't have to address that. I just this spot, Horace Grant. They're all jealous. Of Luke course, no. they are. And Jordan's and a liar. Still good. Jordan's a liar. We're gonna find out he, what allegedly part he lied about. In that <laughs> doc, please, because it don't change him on the court. No, great player. Most self-serving player, maybe in the history of the game. The greatest? I don't know. I think Lynn Bias would have been better. I, I, I really stand on that. I was a Bias. Oh Bi- my! Well, I, I told you there oh are my. videos and clips of in Mike college. and Lin him <laughs> hanging longer. He was taller than Mike Steining. when he got he got when he died. That broke your boy, man. I was a Lynn Bias. I was fan. a Celtics
1: fan. It killed me, man. Well, no pun intended. Well, I mean, it yeah. devastated me. Uh-huh. Sorry. Uh 5 Best moments. I was at the catch game. Dwight Clark. Wow. But it wasn't the catch. It was Lawrence Pillars sacking Danny White.
3: Oh, and the fumble. Jim Stuckey
1: recovered to That's win the game. I met Jim Stuckey a few times in uh, South Carolina. Just by happenstance, he's friends with a buddy of mine. He's been down there forever. And Dan Marino, too. Come on. Give me you, another one. You met Dan? I met Dan Marino. Whenever what was I, that like? I said, what's up, Dan? How you doing? I let my buddy talk to him because he knew him, and I didn't butt in. And I didn't make myself the he center looks, of attention. He, tell me when he David
3: Hasselhoff good. and Dan Marino, are the same. <laughs> they
1: look just like each other, man. Marino's still, he's got some hip issues, that's why I like but him. But he's still got the hair, I see no, him, he's still, he looking
3: good. He still looks good, yeah. Who don't have issues? Well, Evan.
1: When you're no, young. Evan's got issues now. <laughs> you know what, I've, I've never been, com- heard him complain. Sam Ludman seems relatively conflict-free. Congrats, Sam. Appreciate that. Uh, Ed, is in, Ed is in San Jose. What's up, Ed? How you doing, man? Eddie. I'm doing great. It's the first time I've
4: ever uh, called a radio show. I felt there compelled. There's some yeah.
2: There's out there being mentioned. Sweet. But uh, the one memory that I got uh, that uh, uh, uh,
4: w- was an important one for me was a Monday night. I took my father to Candlestick to watch the Raiders play the 49ers. And that was a game where Jerry Rice broke the record.
1: Was that the Monday night game? Yeah, he had like uh, yeah. he said, Monday night yeah. Raiders right were two. all white.
2: Yep. I think it was like a '94 something like that. He was going off that game. He ran in a touchdown, caught two passes, yeah. and uh, broke that record. That was a great one.
1: Appreciate that's, the call, wow, Ed. Man. Ed in San Jose. That that's big. It's a big game. Right. I remember. Like I, I don't remember it as well as Ed, but uh, many do. Many that do. wow, By man, way. this is awesome. Somebody Cyrus in Oakland. Uh, put something on the uh, Comcast business text line that I checked, and he's absolutely right. And I, I get it that this is this happened a long time ago, the Miracle on Ice. But he's right. So before the, the Olympics were in Lake Placid, which is yep. upstate New York, all right, uh, that year, 1980, before the Olympics, the United States played the Soviet Union on February 10th. It was 12 days before the actual Olympic game. They played him. In, a, in an exhibition, essentially. It, it counted, I mean, right. but it wasn't in the Olympics. It was just, you know, they're playing a game leading up to the Olympics. So both teams, Soviet Union beat the United States 10 to 3 that was an in thing. hockey. So the US had been beaten 10 to 3 by the Soviets less than two weeks before they pulled off that monumental upset. Cyrus, thank you so much for uh, bringing that up. That's That's what's known as context. Man. Great context, ladies and gentlemen. Just great. I have yeah. oh, go ahead. Yeah, you do whatever you want, man. So I,
3: I, I shed a tear here, guys. Two thousand and two, we went to Johnson's, back to Buller, Texas, and I was at the game where Emmitt Smith broke Walter Payton's all-time rushing record against the Seattle Seahawks, mm. and I had a little drip in oh, my eye. Nice. And uh, the one thing I hate about that record, and I love Emmitt Smith, he has. He's not the best running back, but that's fine. He handled his business. He has that record, Steinie. but I was there for that game, and I got emotional. They lost.
1: <laughs>
3: Seattle. <Yeah. But.
2: laughs>
1: By the way, that's Nick Friedel. I heard him on uh, the other day. With NBA. who? He's our Odyssey NBA insider. We can use Nick now. I'm going to He's him. the man. He, well, not, not today. No, I'm just saying. I'm going to say hello. How are you doing? Well, if you haven't done it by now, I mean, me and Forty Nine and Frankie Evan going
3: to, uh, yeah. Evan to see Handy oh. tonight, chopping uh, up with him for days. Nice. Are yeah.
1: you going to tell him? Uh, what? Get your boy on the court. Who? LeBron. Oh, <laughs> <Stop> <laughs> he it. ain't a trainer or doctor. <laughs>
4: yeah.
1: Uh, Kevin's in San Francisco. Hey, Kevin, how you doing, man? Good.
4: How you guys doing, man? First hey, time hey. caller too. I Sweet, have to, man. I have to call in.
1: That's big. Thank yeah, you. Yeah,
4: say uh, favorite game I went to has to be Clay 60 and like 12 dribbles or less. Wow. It was wild. But what made it more special was uh, my brothers and I took my dad for his 60th birthday that night.
1: That's awesome, man. I need some tissue. It was, it was, well. and,
4: and, and who was he torching that game? Everybody. Monte Ellis. <laughs> <You're from. laughs> Indiana Wait, you, you that know was
1: Indiana right I forgot about that good call Kevin I forgot yeah. Monte was on that team wow thanks Kevin
2: and Paul George
3: you boy Clay has some 37 in a quarter Get sack
1: see to me that was that I got, that's incredible I don't want to rank them but the 37 in one quarter yes. was unbelievable he was 11 for 11 right in the quarter four threes I believe of course no foul shots but that's fine but one, if he, uh,
0: I want to say, hit like seven threes or something.
1: He, so he had thirty-seven. Yeah. We could figure it out. Seven threes. I don't think he missed the shot though in the quarter. But yeah, let's we we, we can get exact. Uh, we, can, we can get that exact. Hey, you know what? How about this? I forgot. <laughs> That's I, a heat. I forgot I was at this game. Whoop! I was covering the Warriors back in nineteen ninety-six. There is no way. Okay, I'll do it the way you do it. You ready? January 29th, ninety-six. Okay, can't be baseball. All right. Uh, not quite the Super Bowl. Oh, it's NBA. It is NBA. Right. Remember this? Magic Johnson returns after after being diagnosed with okay. HIV. He'd been gone for a couple of years, and he made his return against the Golden State the Warriors man. at the Forum. Man. January 29th 1996 it was the first game uh, back after he returned from – Getting diagnosed with HIV,
3: which we, at that time we the world thought yeah. was a death sentence. Yeah, and Carl Malone and others came out concerned That's about right. concerned. <laughs> well,
1: concerned. <laughs> well, worried. Yeah. Anyway, man, uh, Lakers won that game. That's another thing I remember. I want to say Joe Smith Spree. They got beat. My favorite warrior of all time, Spree. Yeah. Before
3: Curry, I'm sorry, man. Did you see the uh, Paul he George podcast? Game. Who? Uh, Spree free. made first
1: team All NBA one year when when no Jordan was retired. Right.
3: But go ahead, I didn't see the podcast you
1: had mentioned. Oh, just it was uh Paul George talking to Brian Shaw about the PJ Carlisle. I, I put it on the
3: Vine, Uh
1: getting choked oh, by boy. Spreewell. Uh, your boy was asking
3: for it if that's true, and I believe B Shaw was telling the truth. You can't just drop explicits to dudes.
1: Oh my! In God. college, you can. He was get I them mean, hands put. Well, Stani, I'm not disagree disagreeing with it. To get them off. No kidding. Then Spreewell went back. <sighs> Spreewell went back. If you go, go watch Brian Shaw, he was joking him. He wouldn't let go. Kicking other the assistant finally, coaches trying to get him. They finally got him off him. They got him out of the gym. Spreewell went upstairs. Gary St. Jean was the GM. Gary St. Jean was in his office. Believe it or not, he was on the phone with Arn Tellum, who was the agent for Spreewell at the time. This is a story I heard. Who told him he, I can, he double, could
3: wear whatever he wanted and pay? I could double it. back
1: with Saint yeah. and get some details here. But what happened was incident at practice, they got Spreewell off the floor. Saint Jean knew what had happened because he was watching it. There was about five or ten minutes that elapsed. Sprewell, uh, Saint Jean calls Spreewell's agent, Arn Tell and says, Arn, we got a big problem here in Golden State right now with, with Spree. What happened? Is uh, what happened. He attacked Carla. St. Jean was on the phone with Arn Tellum. Spreewell walks it barges into his office, says, "Who are you on the phone with?" Spree and St. Jean were tight; they had a good relationship. St. Jean's like, "I'm on the phone with your agent, Arn Tellum. Spree took the phone out of St. Jean's hand and said, "Arn, get me out of here. Get me the f out of here." Wow. Man. There was a lot of weird stuff. Yeah, and happen. it happened. Then Spreewell went back on the court and tried to get to Carlissimo again. But he couldn't get there because the team convened. But that's where he tried to throw another punch or two. Yeah. One that grew. I'll tell you
3: what, just real Good quick. Good times man.
1: in Golden State If back I'm then,
3: Carlissimo and I hear that audio, what hurts me or pains me what? Is, is the, the, the truth? B. Shaw said... The way that he talked to other players, they were slow on the draw in regard to no getting doubt. spree off of them That that hurt me for Carlissimo, and maybe he's a I changed remember. guy. But dude, a when cousin, a guy yeah. tells you, oh, he that, "Huh, he ain't choked out, huh? They kind of deserve it," <laughs> you know that that that's not that's when it's
1: like, "Oh boy." Yeah, I think there was something to that. Believe it or not, Damn, I believe it or not. By the way, Clay yeah. Thompson in that quarter. 13 of (laughs) thirteen, nine for 9 from 3. Wow.
3: (laughs) What were the Kings doing? So he
1: he had two foul shots. He got to the line twice. Yes. Got you. He said I was just going to keep shooting until I missed, and I didn't miss. (laughs) Of course. Wow, That's incredible. Uh, Adrian's in South City. Hey, Adrian, how you doing, man? Hey, good, and yourself? Dynamite. Good, good. Uh, love the show,
4: guys. First-time caller. Uh, so I just want to uh, give my best moment in sports history. Uh, unfortunately, I wasn't there in person when this happened, but I want to uh, say it was in 2014 when Travis Ishikawa hit the, uh, the Lewis. home run at the bottom of the ninth uh, to send us to the World Series for the third time in five years.
3: That's up there. I believe it's one of uh, Joe Buck's greatest calls Remember, I sent it to you, nobody responded, but oh. he captured that moment like nothing I've ever heard in my life, man. It's it's Evan, it's in my top five, man. That was a you moment know, in you know the what, rain.
1: You know what you'll find if you're a, if you're a team that's won multiple titles, you've got almost a dozen moments like man. that. Like you think about the Giants winning in 10, 12, and 14. I mean, what do we got? We got Baumgartner's performance in game seven. Cody six Ross and is seven. Homer. I mean, <laughs> we got Ishikawa. I mean, even even Marco Scudero yeah. in the rain go ahead. not doing anything except having his hands out became an iconic moment. Uh, Gosh, who something. else did something? Everybody did A something. A map vote, yeah. Hey. Brandon said that. Belt in the 18th in Experience. Washington. Yep. Man. The Bryce. And then you get to the Warriors, and they got about – Fifteen or twenty moments. Did you hear
3: there, this new it? audio about oh. Curry after the uh in the two thousand and twenty-two finals? Uh no. after they were down two one, he told Boston that's the last game you guys are gonna win. Oh, that's that's lore. No, it's I got it here. I put it on the vine too. Nobody responded. Yes, but well, who, who said that? Uh who did who did he say that? That thing? same podcast that you had with B. Shaw, those mm. guys had the guys I'll get the name during the break. All right. But it wasn't Curry saying it. He said Curry told them that, and they didn't win another game. Let's go to – oh,
4: here's one. Brian in Walnut Creek. What's up, Brian? How you doing, man? Good, guys. Thanks for taking the call. Yes, sir. Um, quick anecdote on the uh, the Miracle on Ice. I, I told this one other time when I called it. We're sitting there. All, we, I grew up in Wisconsin. There's an hour delay. We had our popcorn or sodas. My dad had a beer. We're ready to watch the game. And the local announcer comes on. And he says – stay tuned for the exciting upset win USA beats Russia we're like are you kidding me so we lost all that drama all those build up there's huge Wisconsin connections it kind of sucked
1: that's true but on another note yeah.
4: my greatest sports memory and uh, you'll appreciate this especially stunning is with my dad most of them are I was uh, took him. I was living in Cali I flew to Wisconsin and took him to a Packers uh, Cowboys game all I told him was I had tickets but they were VIP press passes so we threw the uh, uh, the window, uh, stuck parking thing, and we parked almost 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 close enough we could hit the side of the building at Lambeau. We're getting out of the car, put my, da- my dad pass over his uh, uh, neck, and he goes, what is this? And I look to my right, and Troy, eight minutes walking by, I go, hey, Troy, where do we go? He said, follow me. So we walked into the <laughs> press room where they had wow. breakfast waiting for all of us, and then I tend to talk a little much. I apologize. But the other thing is, we had the complete... We're roaming down beneath Lambo, which is immaculate. There's a visitor, visitor's locker room, couple guys laying outside linemen stretching. I peeked in the door, and Purcell saw me. You know, and I cannot repeat on the radio what he said, but it was hilarious. Anyway, wow. thanks for taking the call, guys. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely.
1: Parcells. Memories like the corners of my mind. Who night. sings it? Barbara Streisand. Wow, we would talk about a dude dating himself right now. Whew. We're talking 1970s sports on <laughs> Boy. 888-957-9570 is the number. Steine and Guru, don't forget, second half of the NBA season starts tonight. I know it's not the literal second half. They have 29 games left, but it's not the literal second half in baseball either. So let's not play that semantic game. Let's keep it positive. Warriors, Lakers, tonight, 7 o'clock, but you're going to want to tune in On 95.7, the game with Evan Giddings at 6 o'clock. That's when Warriors Live starts. Scott in Concord, Thomas in Mill Valley, Jason and Greg, you will be on the other side. Don't forget, a reminder, you can catch all four hours of Steini and Goo on the free Odyssey app. Plus watch us on YouTube and Twitch. Brought to you by First NorCal Credit Union. Upgrade your savings dividend. Open a First NorCal first-class money market today. So what? Stop! Stop
2: it.